Hello gorgeous soul and welcome to this epic podcast. This is a place where you are encouraged and you have absolute freaking permission to unapologetically go after all of your dreams, all of your visions, all of your things in your vision board, like everything that your heart desires. I'm your host Angharad, the High Vibe Babe, and I believe that we're all in this life to expand and experience our wildest dreams. If one of us can have it, then we all can. So that is the aim of this podcast. Each week I'll either be going solo or have guests with the aim to inspire, uplift you and give you the tools for you to live your most epic AF life and business possible. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at Babe. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello babes, I'm Harrod here, hi babe babe. I am so excited to today be bringing a really special guest onto my podcast. Sabrina Heishi is a mindset and women's empowerment coach who helps driven women overcome insecure communication habits, unhealthy emotional patterns and limiting beliefs so that they can align with their true authentic selves. Sabrina has is the host of Simply Sensational Podcast and the owner of Simply Sensational Brand. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be so fun. I'm so excited. Yay. Okay. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and, and sort of what journey life has brought you on so far? Yes, it's a very interesting journey for sure. So I think we started our businesses around the same time. I just realized this. Like yours is in Ooh. April 2019 around there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was like February is when I hired my first business coach and I didn't even have a business yet. I literally was like, ah, maybe I can have a blog. I had no idea <laughs> what I wanted to do. But I just knew I wanted to do something. And I knew that I had like a story to share. And so after I, I realized I hated working on my blog and I really liked posting on social media. So I, I pivoted to being a mindset and a women's empowerment coach. And yeah, I launched my first webinar in April. So I think we started around the same time. So that's super cool. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I kind of dived even deep into mindset. I was a teacher at the time, full, full time. So like um, high school teacher, I just quit my job this, this last school year. So 2020 was my last year. And it was, it was crazy balancing my business and my full-time job. I also directed shows, plays, productions. I was a theater teacher. So like I, my days were longer than long and it was hard to fit my business in, but it was still something that really lit me up. And I knew that it was like the thing, like doing my first ever webinar. I was like, okay, this is freaking amazing. This feeling of teaching women with my story of actually just sharing my heart and soul and what I've learned and what I've been through. And it changes lives. Like this is magic. And I knew that I had to do it for the rest of my life. And so basically from that point, I was like, I want to quit my job, you know, in 2020. And it was scary. And then COVID hit and I was working from home earlier than planned, but it actually really like helped my business to kind of like jumpstart it and give me that kind of space to ease into working from home. And now I'm full, full-time entrepreneur with my business, Simply Sensational, and is crazy what's happened in a year. I'm also 17 weeks pregnant, wasn't planning on that, but that happened as well. And Congratulations. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, and I'm just kind of riding with it. Like, 
every month I'm like, okay, what, what can I do now? What, what's the next level? What's the next scary step that I can take? And kind of just playing it by ear because that's kind of how I roll. I know you have a, you're a manifester too. Like we never know really what we're going to be into next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, that's what I love about it though. I love about business is you can create whatever you want. And I'm really diving into communication right now. That's kind of like my jam and speaking about how to communicate with yourself and how to communicate with others and how to just be confident in your voice and speak your truth. Um, I'm really like all about emotions and diving deep into that and be really connecting to your soul and, and really understanding yourself on another level when it comes to your emotions, because for the longest time I was scared of my emotions. So I'm talking about those two things right now and also one-to-one coach. So I'm, I'm loving this journey. It's crazy. It's a crazy ride, but I wouldn't give it up for the world. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. I, I love how, I mean, all design types can do this as well, but as a manifester, I could never imagine having one thing that we do yeah. with our business. Eh? It's like, we would feel like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just could feel wrong. So I, I bounced around a lot, but it seems like I like to talk about mindset stuff. So I'm kind of, that's where I'm at right now. Mm. Do you want to t- talk to us a bit about mindset then? Like, what are your basic principles? Like, what's what's been the big transformations for you? And what do you, like, really help you? Like, what's really present for you right now with mindset? Yeah. So I've been diving deep, like I said, into communication with self, which is diving deep into, like, who you are at another level. And really, like, focusing on what you want your desires and not letting the outside world impact that. And I was very much kind of falling into this pattern, like, quitting my job, I was very like, oh my God, like, is this what I'm meant to do? I'm expecting a baby now. Like, is this really what I, like, I doubt, doubting myself a lot. And Mm. I realized I was just, I was looking to the outside sources for all the answers when the answers were all inside of me. And as I've dived deep into like, who, what I want and what I want to create, what my life is going to be like, and why I'm actually making the decisions and made the decisions I made, like, it's just reaffirming that I had the answers all along. And a lot of it is like just unpacking that distrust with myself. And like a lot of that was made by like experiences that I had growing up and limiting beliefs that I really held on to that I really didn't let go of. And I think at every single level in business, I know you probably experienced this too, you kind of face the same belief or same pattern. And you're like, oh, this is just another level, another layer to the onion of this, of the same sort of problem that I'm facing. And for me, it was this distrust of myself. I didn't trust that I had the answers within me. I didn't trust my intuition. I wasn't trusting like that I could make the next decision and make the next step and it would be good for me. I was doubting myself. So really kind of limiting beliefs. I, I, that's what I kind of started out talking about and it all kind of circles back. It all kind of connects. And when you really discover what your core limiting beliefs are, they're going to come up at every single level and you're going to face them in a new way at every single level. But it's also, it's familiar so you can recognize it faster and switch and shift faster. So that's kind of where I'm at. (laughs) And it's been a ride for sure. Those are my core things is limiting beliefs, um, connecting with your emotions and just being really, really honest and open and raw with yourself. Hmm. I totally agree with all the things. I, I'm sure I heard someone once say, you know, new level, different devil, but it's like new level, same devil. It's always yeah, yeah. the same stuff. And one of the things that um, I think it's a, I've got open heads and just have taken everything from everyone else. Mm-hmm. And like, we also do this as manifestors too. We like take on and integrate it. Everyone does this, but, and then we like spit it out in our way. But 
like this, you know, when we're healing trauma, for instance, or, you know, it, it's painful in the beginning and then it gets better. It's a cyclonic and then it comes back around and we feel it again. We're like, what's wrong with me? I thought I dealt with this. The limiting <laughs> belief and the, the patterns that were he- keeping me where I am, right? And then it, we heal it and then it goes, we sort of go through it and we move through it and it goes around again. But the thing is like the, um, it's like a vortex in the beginning, the circles are quite tight. And then at the end, it becomes like bigger and bigger. But every time we come back to it, we still have the thought of like, you know, these horror, like these, you know, our self-talk, right? Can be like, oh, I'm, I'm so shit with myself. Like, why, why haven't I, why haven't I strong enough to like move through this? Why has it come back around? We like doubt ourselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the doubt with manifestors is like huge. And I think um, that was something I really need to like, just be super self-aware when I'm doubting myself and not trusting myself. And it's scary to just full on go with your intuition and be like, this is what I meant to do. I wouldn't like, no matter what the fears are, I'm just going to push through. But that's mm-hmm. what's led to the most transformation, I think, in my journey. Um, and, and in my journey as a coach too, like knowing when things don't feel right and trusting that there's a better way out there, even if you don't see the steps, like I feel like I, I imagine stepping stones and I really, this everything is foggy. It's so blurry, but all, only the thing that's clear is the next little step to take. And I just mm-hmm. had to trust that that is the, that is the step to take and just to go forward. And like, I'm not where I want to be in my business. To, like if on the, what a society would say, you're not ready to quit your job, you know, but I was ready in my heart <clears throat> to quit my mm-hmm. job. And like, I was like, I'm not going to wait another year because with teachers, it's like contracts years. And I was like, no, it's not, not going to be my life. I'm not going to be unhappy because I'm not where I'm supposed to be in my business. I'm going to quit my job and, and it's going to accelerate my business. It's just going to happen. It's the success is in, inevitable. So just believing that that one little step is where you're supposed to be and continuing from there. And the doubt and the fears are going to come up. But you, you, that awareness, I teach so much about awareness and being so emotionally aware of what's going on in, in your, in your mind, in your heart, and how are your words shaping your reality? And are you really like, like say, are your words and your actions matching up? Like, are you mm. doing what you say you're, you're, you're going to do? Are you working at that level of your next level self? Or are you playing it small and playing it? safe and I never wanted to play it safe and when I catch myself doing that I definitely shift fast or try to like get out of that fast because it's not it's not moving me forward to play safe for sure Mm, yeah I also totally agree with that the safety thing we we do get stuck up in that we we totally do and just just everything the whole evolution the fog thing I love the analogy with the fog that's so Mm. it's so damn true it's the next it's just about the next step right like we have this vision of a business of a multi-million dollar business or like whatever whatever it is that we have right but it's it's about steps and it doesn't it's not always clear at the time but we always look back in hindsight and are so damn proud of ourselves for being Mm. the boss ass bitch who jumped off the cliff and like everything was was met and laid out like it's we always in hindsight there's a beautiful thing to be able to come back and look at it yes Yes. And sometimes you're like, this will be good in hindsight. Like you have no idea at the moment. You're like, this sounds crazy. This is scary. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel lost. But Mm. then you're like, no, I just know this one thing. I'm going to cling on to that truth because that's what's keeping me going. And I've learned to live sort of like in that bravery, I'd say. Um, And my coach that 
I was working with, like, she called me out for being brave. She was like, you just didn't give up. <laughs> you didn't give up. You kept paying every single month when you had no results in your business, no physical like results, but you just kept going because you knew it was making me a better person. Like I, I, I didn't do it for the money. I don't do this for the money. I do this for the experience and the journey that it's taken me on. Cause that's priceless to me for sure. Mm. Yeah. And like as manifestors, so I have a quite a similar story to you as well. Right. So we left um, our farming job just over 12 months ago. And my business was earning like a thousand dollars a month. If that, yeah. like <laughs> we just, we left a six figure business to go and pursue something that made sense. And I was investing tens wow. of thousands of investing thousands of dollars into my personal development at that point and continued to right? but like, mm-hmm. and, the, and then now it's like, of course it paid off. Like, of course it's the success is the success is inevitable. Right. Like, but the thing is when it comes to mindset and stuff, if you're doing the, if you're doing the exact same things, you feel comfortable. Right. And if you want different results, you have to act differently. So your self-conscious program is going to lose its shit when you try and go and do something different. (laughs) Yeah. And I've seen too, that like you can make a move and like, you're totally scared and like your mindset has to catch up too. Like you have to give yourself mm. some space and some time for your mindset to get to the same level that you're acting at sometimes. Like you're pushing through the fear, you're doing a damn thing. And then it's like, oh shit, what did I do? And then it takes like a week or so you'd be like, oh, okay, that was why. Like it all kind of clicks back into place and you're back at that level with that decision. But sometimes you have to leap first and the mindset and the and the thought processes and those fears are going to linger, but then you just got to keep working on it, keep working on it and be like, okay, now, now we're good. <laughs> and then what's next? Mm. What's the next scary thing? It just never stop, never stop growing. Mm. And that's the great, like, I, I always feel just as scared whether I'm investing like a hundred dollars or $10,000. Like I honestly feel the same amount of fear. It's just, it's mm. insane sometimes, but you learn to leap with the fear anyway. Right. Yeah. It just it becomes part of it and you know that that's what growth means is pushing through affairs and acting anyway and I'm here for like a lifetime of continued growth we are right and it's just yeah. powerful and amazing and something I will never go without we will never go without <laughs> yeah and I've seen too like it's not only impacted me but it's impacted my relationships like my my relationship with my husband we communicate so much better than we did before i started a business like i i had to face my money fears i had to face my fears of investing i had to face my fears of just failing and trusting myself and like that has brought us so much closer together and then every single level i'm like okay this is something else we can tackle this is something else we can work through together this is something else i'm going to work on that i know is going to radiate to everyone around me like it's not just us too like then we feel really alone sometimes in entrepreneurs even though we have great online communities we can feel alone because maybe we're the only one in our town doing this you know maybe we're the mm. only one in our friends circle that has anything going on like this and you kind of have to remember that like you're doing this not just for obviously your happiness but like your family is like benefiting just by seeing you leap and seeing you taking those scary things and doing those things without being ready and like it's paying off i know that my baby girl is going to see me like in the future going after my dreams and doing the thing and doing the crazy amazing things that I have in my mind and the dreams I have but 
I'm not going to, I have to get there. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that for her. And so just knowing that it's, it's bigger than us too. It's mm. helpful for me for like, I don't want that lone wolf manifester mentality. I didn't want to see <laughs> that. Sometimes I can feel that way. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like that. I, I, I kind of tend to, I think the lone wolf thing happens. I think kind of, it's probably more of like a, I would describe it as a, like we're a leader. So we don't always feel like, we really gel too much or that there's people around. So what I do is I jump in high level containers, like women yeah. who are earning hundred thousand dollars. I, I hire coaches who are earning many hundred thousand dollars a month. So like, I'm always feeling like there's someone else to calibrate to. Yeah. And that sort of like stops the lone wolf stuff. But what we say, Oh, relationships. Oh my gosh. Yes. Do you want to speak a bit more about relationships and how that has like transformed and, and what's been happening in your relationship after learning about emotions and, and all and mindset and just everything you've led yes. yourself through. Yes. So with my emotional motion stuff, like what I teach is it's that it's, you're learning yourself at a different level so you can share yourself at another level. I like when my husband and me got together, I had done a lot of like almost like emotional stuff because I had to. I was in a really traumatic household for three years in my early childhood. Uh, yeah. Preteens, and I'm basically was emotionally shut down, and so coming out of that and going into a more loving home, they taught me how to feel and feel again. Like I basically had to relearn how to feel and how to express my emotions. And so I came from a place that I was I was able to express my emotions, but I was still very afraid of emotions. Like I didn't like when people cried at movies. I didn't like seeing, you know, outbursts and just like over dramatic expressions of emotions because it, it kind of, it triggered something in me that I wasn't ready to, sh to express myself that way. And mm -hmm. so getting into a relationship with my husband, like he is a lot more emotionally reserved and he didn't come from a family that was very expressive in that way. And so I kind of had to use the little bit I knew to sort of help him. And we've, we've helped each other in that so far. I mean, he's been willing, <laughs> it's always good to have a partner who's willing to learn and willing to change and willing to work with you. Cause I don't think you can have a relationship without that, but mm. I've, I've diving deep and just looking at my childhood and seeing that. And I, I also like did a program where I overcame emotional eating and it dived super deep into emotions. Like that was the core of it. And I didn't realize there was so much that I still need to dug up. Like you, like you said, we think we deal with it. We think we're healed, but then we're not, you know, so it was another level that I had to dig through. And because I did all that work and because I've seen how I'm connected to my emotions in a whole different way, I, I thought I was healed, like, as you know, a 16 year old, but I was so not like, it took a long journey to get to where I am now. I see that like, this has helped my relationships and the fact that I can, I can identify how I'm feeling. I can, I can speak like, in a way that's like, Hey, I need to feel this right now. Let's, let's just table this conversation for a little bit. Or, you know, I can come into a conversation and know that this is how it made me feel. This is what, how it impacted me. How can we work on this? And really kind of expressing where I'm at and being totally honest with that. And that gives the other person permission to do the same. And that's why I teach in my, in my program, Emotions Exposed, like how to really be exposed in your emotions so that 
when someone comes into your world, it comes into a new relationship, they can feel safe to express themselves too. And by you just being fully expressing yourself, that gives them the permission too. So with that, I've been able to have really real and raw conversations with my husband. I'm emotional authority. So I've always mm -hmm. been emotional. And for a long time, I shut it down. And this business conversation, like this business stuff is, is emotional. <laughs> like it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have, you have breakdowns uh, at every new level and it's scary, but having a partner that like can see that and understand that and know that it's, you're not falling apart because you, even if you look like you're falling apart, it's just you kind of exploding to rebuild <laughs> in a way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really helped our relationship to talk about these things. He's more rational, he's more logical, and I'm more creative and more expressive and more feeling. Um, but come to a place where we're like on the same level. Because a lot of this investing, it's coming out of our own pocket. Like, you know, like you said, like it's not, it's, it's made life, I guess, not harder, but like more strategic with how we spend money because mm -hmm. we're putting it towards these, these investments, right? And you have to kind of, talk to your partner about these things or you, that could destroy your relationship really. And because we haven't shied away from those conversations because we've come into it with like, we love each other and we support each other. And no matter what, we're going to keep going. That's what's made our relationship stronger. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, that's beautiful. It sounds like you guys met yourself, met each other, like exactly where you need to be. And we're very open with one another and sharing emotions, like the difference between how we share emotions versus men as well. I always find that quite interesting. Melanie and Leah um, explains it like, I mean, and other people too as, too as well, actually. Um, Jake Woodward is another person I quite like to follow for like masculine feminine energy, but um, how when we share our emotions, we just like want to someone to listen. And when men share their emotions, they want it to be fixed. So when we share, <laughs> they want to fix it. And we're like, no, you're not listening to me. Like, listen to me. And they're like, I am. I'm just, I have, I'm, it's now fixing it. Do you know what I mean? The masculine feminine energy is like so different. Yes. Yes. Alex is like, my husband is like, do you, what do you want me to say? <laughs> like, he's like, I want to, I have a solution in my head, but I don't think I should say it. I'm like, and someone else will be like, I'm ready to hear your solution. Or like, you know, I'm not ready to hear your solution. But mm. it, it does come with time to just know that we express things very, very differently. And um, my husband's a generator too. Like he's go, go, go. And I'm like, chill, let's relax, let's have fun. And like things like that. And not the generators don't have fun, they, but they are much more like drive in them and more energy. And I've had to have lots of conversations about how to navigate that as well. And just be open about who, how you work. If you figure out how you work and what works, how, what feels good to you, you're so much a better partner because you can express that to them and they can be like, oh, now I know your manual. Now I know how you work. I can meet you where you're at. So this diving deep into your mindset, this diving deep into figuring out who you are, like it's beneficial for not only you, but everyone around you that comes in contact because you can express who you are. You can tell them and in words that make sense to them. Um, mm. And that communication is so freaking key. I totally agree. And um, just before when you said about the generator thing, you know, the, the fun thing, my, my husband's also a generator. <laughs> and I think that his idea of fun is just very different to my idea of fun. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so being able to keep all the communication, like communication is a thousand percent key in relationships. And it's, it honestly never, I remember like hearing that. Did you hear that as a child? Like, yes, mm-hmm. it seems so cliche. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Right. And now like in our personal development work, we're like, what the shit? There are so many layers to like, and so many different things you can pull in human design. You can pull in, you know, emotional intelligence. You can pull in mindset. You can pull in like, these are just the three things we've been talking about, but there's so many other things, masculine, female, energy as well. You pull mm-hmm. in all these different layers and it just changes so much about the whole communication game. It just completely flips. Yes. Yes. Even my husband has been kind of diving into human design, listening to some podcasts and stuff. And he's like, huh like you know like more getting like how we're different but also like how we can work together and mm. I'm like like yay thank you for like trying to speak my language you know to, to see like what I'm working towards what I'm diving deep into because it's it's it is a whole other language when you're in this personal development world and to be able to tell that to somebody to be able to express that or for them to even meet you where you're at and try to learn too like mm. it helps so much because you're like, okay, we can understand each other on a different level, on a new level now. And we're in this together. It's not like just me working on myself over here and you're like not changing. You're actually working together. Mm. Yeah. And I think there's so much to be said for like cleaning up outside of the street, right? Like I, I have so many clients and I'm involved in so many circles where the woman like end up taking the lead. They clean up their side of the street and lead themselves right through transformation, through personal development, through coaching with their business and, and all these sorts of things. And then their partners aren't always like on board to begin with or like they slowly listen. And eventually we find that by leading ourselves actually the transformation happens to them as well because we like normalize it and we talk about it and they're like, whoa, what's, what's happened here? There's like so much difference in you. And they like begin that transition where they begin to go down their own path, although it may not look the same as ours, but when they go down their own path, it just, it changes everything. When, when you can have those like conversations about concepts about human design or communicating or emotions, it really does like evolve our romantic relationships specifically very very substantially and I think that's like you know for a long-term relationship it's it's something that's like so key but once again something that I hadn't really ever been exposed to like mm-hmm. growing up what about you yeah like I I mean my parents had a really parents that I you know ended up with <laughs> I might have a complicated backstory but like my parents that I tell my parents right now they are mm-hmm. they had a really loving relationship but I wouldn't say that like yeah they dove deep into personal development in that way but they obviously communicated a lot like I, they always were talking mm-hmm. like I had the room right next to theirs I could hear them talking late up into the night like you could people that you just share you just share what's what you're what you're, what's going on in your life, how you're feeling and what you're learning. I think that is just that communication piece and them will, being willing to listen, that yes. strengthens your relationship right there. So no matter what level you're on with any of this personal development stuff, if you just start sharing, hey, I read this in a book today. Hey, I heard this on a podcast. This was interesting to me. Like you don't have to share all of it in depth or have them go read the book or the podcast or anything, but just sharing hey, like this was cool. Like I thought this concept was cool. And if they're open, like that is huge for a relationship. And if they're not open, you can always have that conversation, that tough conversation. Like, hey, this is stuff I'm interested in. Like, I would hope, I want you to be involved. I want to be able to tell you this stuff, but it discourages me if you aren't open, you know, and things like that. Like that conversation right there can be so healing. Um, 
and I think any partners that really do love each other can can be like, okay, I can understand it. Maybe, maybe I don't understand the word when you use manifest or when you say like mm. emotional intelligence. So you use these fancy personal development words, but if you speak in the language that I understand, like like we can, this can be a transformation for you both. I feel mm. like you don't have to. They don't have to meet you where you're at. Cause like you said, they can go their own path, but if you see them moving, like even just a little bit, that is like huge. And you can see that you had that impact. That was a big thing of investing every single time. I was like, Alex, I might not have the money, but you can see that I've changed. <laughs> and he was like, yes, I see that you've changed. And I was like, it's evidence, right? It's evidence. So it's all, it's all good. Mm, really powerful. I would love for you to speak about emotional eating. Please just have the floor. Just go for yeah. So, um, my experience with emotional eating, um, I thought that that was just like a label in my life. I was like, I'm an emotional eater. That just happens. Like when I'm stressed, I like to eat. And mm -hmm. I had a very, I very had a very stressful teaching job. I basically built a theater program from the ground up and was leading this huge program after school as well as teaching full time. And I would literally call my husband on the way home and be like, hey, what are we eating for dinner? And he'd be like, well, this is on the schedule. I'm like, no, that sounds gross. Let's go get something to eat and blah, blah, blah. I would always think of food as like distracting me from the stress that I was under, um, food of like being exciting and tasty, which food is good. Food, is, you know, is exciting and tasty, but it shouldn't be the thing you're looking forward to the most, you know, it shouldn't be the thing you're looking to for stress relief and mm -hmm. tension relief. And I saw that that was kind of where I was headed with that. I thought, oh, that's just who I am. And I didn't realize it until like probably... I don't know, maybe half a year into my, my like mindset journey and like personal development, I saw this coach and she was like talking about how emotional eating affected her and her story and how you didn't have to turn to food to really solve this for in yourself, that you there was other avenues and that all comes down to our trust in ourselves and our like our emotions or even just not being able to face our emotions so we eat instead. And that was powerful. And I took her four month course and it broke me and, and rebuilt me in a way that like, I could never, ever, she was a manifester too. I think it just really jived with her. Um, wow. Lasky, <laughs> if you want to look her up, her program, OEE, Overcoming Emotional Eating, that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And I was facing some stuff from my childhood that I didn't want to face. I was facing some stuff even from friendships and seeing how the patterns were, were repeating them, repeating themselves because I was so afraid to be open and raw with my emotions. And I was like, we're talking so much about emotions. When are we going to get to food? And she was like, this is the core. <laughs> this is the core mm -hmm. of it. And I didn't realize that. But as soon as I was actually dealing and facing those situations in my life and those emotions that I was so scared of, the less I wanted to solve them with food. And the more I was turning towards better coping mechanisms like yoga and exercise and breathing and meditation and um, just, just not coming home, like really, really stressed, but actually like talking it out and actually mm -hmm. being like, real with myself about what was happening in my world and 
that was transformational. I didn't, I didn't realize that it was so connected, <laughs> even though it's called emotional eating. We don't really think of it. It seems like just one whole word, emotional eating. And then you're like, Oh wait, no emotions is a core of that. So mm-hmm. that led me like, that was amazing. And I wouldn't say that like, I definitely did overcome emotional eating, but something, it's still something I struggle with sometimes. And I think that any emotional eater can say that too, but it is sort of just recognizing what am I using this food for? Is this to like cheer me up or is this in addition to an already good feeling that I have? Like, and how, Mm -hmm. like separating it that way. So that has been huge for me and huge for just like my journey and my teaching in my, um, in my emotions course, like how to identify the emotions in your body without wanting to immediately mask them or distract from them. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so powerful. And yeah, I, I, the whole term emotional eating, I just thought, like, I think I remember was probably introduced to it when I was quite young. Maybe my mum used it or something because my father passed when I was quite young. So it was like, I don't know, we're just emotional eating or whatever. It's like but part remember, of society. Like it's like normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost yeah. like, um, I don't know. It's one of those words where it just doesn't, you don't think it's <laughs> maybe you're not feeling the feeling because we're emotionally eating. <laughs> not yeah. feeling the feeling of emotionally well, I mean, eating. Even, anyway. Anyone says it, they're like, oh yeah, I'm sad. I'm going to eat some ice cream now. Like it's such yeah. a thing in our, in, in the world. Like people don't realize it's a problem. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's lovely to break it down. And actually also with you, I mean, no matter what, we all have emotions, but also having an emotional authority as well. It's something that for us to like, because emotions are such a big part of your life. Like it's something that is like a really massive part. So Never stop. for you to, yeah. Yeah. So for you to understand it in such a, like a deeper way sounds like just so it was like so incredibly powerful for you. Oh my gosh. It was the, it was a turning point for me um, in my business, in my life and, and everything. And I could see too, as a teacher, how like a lot of my students were struggling because they weren't facing their emotions too. And so I was just, I was seeing it all around me that it was a problem in society that women were told that feeling like you're being sensitive, you're being overdramatic, you're too much, like don't, don't cry and those type of things. Like that was so prevalent in our society and no one was saying it's okay. It's okay to feel like, feel it out, cry it out. Don't be afraid to like that tears are streaming down your face. You're not weak. You're not, you know, any sort of less of a person because you're feeling something right now. And Mm. I realized that I was doing that to myself, even in the workplace. Like I was trying to put on this really like tough, person like tough persona because I was Mm -hmm. I I looked young I was a woman and I basically thought that everyone else I had to be tougher than they were because I needed to like show that I was capable um but really what my students like even said this last year teaching them they were like we want to see you show emotion we want to see all parts of you it's not just strength they taught me a lot it's not just strength to like you know, put on a tough person act, but it's strength to show emotions and show all parts of you. And that's vulnerability. And that's beautiful. <laughs> and like, I didn't realize that it, it's just that it was this, this whole thing in our society is like, be tough and don't show, don't cry. Um, if you're tearing up, that's something wrong with you, you know? And like, mm. I, did, I wanted to combat that. That's a huge part of my message is that it's okay to feel hmm I love that and do you know what I, I just realized as you were talking that 
like in 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 our coaching industry right like being a leader is the most important thing it's how we magnetize our clients basically right is us being a leader embodying everything we talk about and just like setting the standard and holding our personal power which actually involves us showing up even when things aren't perfect even when we've got the messy bun we've just been bawling our eyes out when our kids are screeching in the background and they're running around naked whatever's happening right <laughs> like it's not all about it being perfect and that, that's funny because it's like that is literally how we create a successful business is by not being perfect yeah and it's ourselves so funny. through it so freeing to know that that's like the life we have like it's to just show our life show where mm. we're at the good times the bad times the exciting moments and the celebrations and everything and it's okay to feel things maybe privately and then share after that's mm -hmm. empowering that's a leader as well but just not to shy away from the the uncomfortable stuff i think that's what i like to talk about the most is when i have those uncomfortable moments because i can see just the transformation that's happening because of them because now they're not just a moment I felt down. Oh my gosh, poor me. It's actually a learning moment where I'm like, oh, okay. Like there's a lesson here that this was amazing. This is what I learned and sharing that is powerful. And that's what I love to share. Not that I love going through the uncomfortable moments, but I feel like it's just, it's life. It's the mm. nitty gritty. It's the hard times. It's the good times that make us whole, make us human and make us relatable. Mm. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, you know, we have to be here for the highs and the lows to succeed in a business. It's just a yeah. reality. So the sooner we embrace that and, and accept that it's normal and that we, you know, anytime that we think it's not normal, we've just got some comparison game going on that someone oh, else. Yeah. Well, we're comparing ourselves to like regular nine to fives where, yeah. you know, you have a whole week or two where you're like, it's just fine. You know, like mm -hmm. no ups, no downs. It's just fine. And like, I don't, I'm not here for fine. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm here for playing big. So the highs and the lows and the ups and the downs, that's, it might be crazier because we're entrepreneurs really, but we're going to experience them in a deeper way, like more than someone who didn't work, do all this work in their mindset, who didn't put their, themselves in these challenging positions. They couldn't like experience that that way. They would maybe break them or be too much or be too overwhelming. But for us, we're like, no, we're playing big. <laughs> like mm. we're going to be open for these big emotions because we're, our heart is big enough. We've, we've cultivated that in ourselves. Mm. Yeah, it's beautiful. And we jump in the big ponds <laughs> yes. because we're here for the big things. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's beautiful. Okay. Do you want to share with us what you've got sort of going, going on at the moment um, and ways people could work with you and then how they can connect with you as well? Yeah. So I am like launching a program like this coming Monday. So it'll probably be passed, but Confidence Communication is launching, which is my program about communication. And it'll probably launch again because I'm so deeply in love with it. So if you're interested in that, like that's all about communication with yourself, communication with others and communication and just your overall presence. And like I said, that going deep and speaking your truth and really aligning with your desires. So that's happening. And then I have my program Emotions Exposed. It'll be launching again soon i have no timeline for these things but they're, it'll, they'll <laughs> happen um because i love that program as well and that one is the diving deep into feeling like and actually like understanding how emotions work in your body and expressing yourself to others in a way that's freeing and authentic and knowing your emotions on a deeper level and then on my one-to-one -one coaching, I always have space. So that is one, three, or six-month commitment. And that's a mindset, one's empowerment coaching, 
which is like basically wherever the client wants it to be, but it's mostly like supporting you in your mindset journey, like understanding your patterns, understanding your limiting beliefs and understanding how you want to navigate and break through to really step into this next level of self, this next version of you that you are proud of, that you are authentic in yourself and you feel like you're growing. So that can be an ongoing thing. Mindset is ongoing forever. <laughs> so um, oh, those yeah. are the like, ways you can work with me. And also my free group, Simply Sensational on Facebook and my podcast, Simply Sensational as well. And Instagram at Sabrina Heishi. And the notes below, there'll be all the links for all the places you can connect with Sabrina. And yeah, I just want to thank you so much for bringing on, being on. It was an absolute pleasure. This is so do, you, fun. do you have any last little nuggets or anything else that wants to come up? Don't be afraid of diving deep into yourself. Just do the work. Like just try, just take the one program that you've been eyeing or do that one mm -hmm. thing that scares you and see it transform you. Like just take that little leap when you're like, oh, this scares me, but I'm going to do it because I really, really want it. Like do it. It's going to change you. It's going to help you get to know yourself on a deeper level. And there's nothing more fulfilling than knowing yourself and knowing like what you want and your desires and being so confident in that so just take the next scary step that is absolutely beautiful <laughs> oh my gosh thank you so much for being here and thank you everyone for listening and we will see you very soon bye If you have enjoyed this episode, I would adore if you would screenshot it, chuck it up on your stories with your favorite takeaway moment, and tag me at Hi by Babe on Instagram so that more people can see this and get this content and get this message out there to really shape and change and impact other people's lives. Do you desire to be around more high vibe women who really get you, who encourage you, who like support you no matter what? Yeah, well, guess what? I have a place that you belong. It is called High Vibe Babes Community. It is a free Facebook group and I would love to have you in there. There are so many free trainings and epicness in this group, so please get your booty in there. It would mean the world if you would subscribe to this podcast, do the reviews, the rating, the stars, all of the things. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode. I'm sending you all of the vibes and all of the love over and out from Inherit the High Vibe Babe.